Hey everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Here we are at episode 161, entitled The Final Direct Before Smash Ultimate. And I am not alone. My name is Steve, but I am joined here today by Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, we also have uh, another blast from the past joining us. Uh, joined a couple, you know, podcasts ago, but he's back again to talk all about Smash today. Hey, Hassan, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? I'm, I'm glad to once again be out of the dungeon. It's it's great. I, you know, I'm just so generous right now because of, of everything that's been going on. I'm in such a good mood that I decided to let you out. <laughs> and uh, we also uh, have Greg. Um, Greg's having a, a little family issues with his daughter not going to bed. So uh, he may be joining us a little later uh, as well. So if he jumps in, you know why. Um, but he's just not with us at the beginning here. So um, before we uh, jump into any discussion and everything tonight, we do want to remind you that our podcast is very interactive. So if you're watching us live on YouTube, make sure you jump in the chat room, uh, throw your your thoughts. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about Smash Brothers tonight. So if you have thoughts about uh, Smash Brothers, make sure you do uh, throw those in the chat. Uh, if you're listening afterwards or watching, afterwards make sure you throw your comments down in the comment section and we'd love to uh, to hear what you think about smash brothers and everything else that we talk about tonight um, also be sure to always uh, send in your questions um, you can send them in at podcast at nintendofuse.com you can connect with us on social media we also have a facebook group so check that out and uh, connect with us there and uh, we'd love to to connect with you uh, beyond just the podcast and uh, and if you haven't subscribed to us on uh, youtube or your favorite uh, podcast app make sure you do that and if you are on youtube make sure you hit that bell so you can be alerted every time we go live with another video um, stream podcast anything that we do um, you want to make sure you're alerted with all that so uh, before we jump into the news let's talk about what we've been playing what you've been up to what you've been writing what you've been uh reviewing all that sort of thing let's go to you first barry uh well unfortunately since our last podcast i really wanted to play a lot of games um i didn't get a lot of time uh real life just kicking me down um but i did get some play time this weekend i sat down i said you know what i've got to play through starlink uh and i did i played through uh, i did it in three days uh had a lot of fun uh beat the game uh i think it's fantastic i think it's one of those things that i think a lot of people are not going to give this game a shot and it's a lot better than it really deserves to be. Uh, it's the best Star Fox game we've had in a long time. Um, on top of that, I have been doing stuff in Pokemon Go still because I, when I'm out, uh, we just had the Gengar Community Day thing uh, going on. And Dragalia Lost. Dragalia Lost, I've been playing a lot. Uh, I'm like 70, level 71 now, uh, just doing all these events. They're, it's such a good game. I don't know if you guys have tried it yet. But it's it's hands down Nintendo's best mobile title as far as I'm concerned. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I actually haven't tried it yet. Um, <laughs> one of these days, one of these days I will. But, uh, there's a lot of been you know, a lot of Switch games recently that uh, have kind of kept me busy, so I haven't actually got a chance to check it out yet. Um, you also have uh, some unboxing coming soon. You want to talk about that? Uh, give a little tease of that that coming soon. Uh, yeah, just did a quick unboxing. If you watched uh, Speed of Starlink, uh, I did a whole unboxing of all the toys. I was missing one toy. Uh, one toy was actually not released here in North America. I don't know if it's going to come Black Friday, but from the early ads that I've seen, uh, they have not actually shown up in it. So I don't know if this is going to be European exclusive. Uh, it's part of the European digital download pack, but it's not part of the North American. 
Um, but I did get it, and I have an unboxing of it. And it does work. If you import the, the figure, it does work with the North American version of the game. So the code's all in there. Cool. Cool. Um, just want a quick shout out before we go to you, Hassan. Um, Alex in the, in the chat, um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we also got, uh, you know, Jared is talking about um, how he uh, just bought it for the R Wing. I, I, I get you, man. That's that's kind of why I wanted it as well. Um, also heard that the Piranha Plant codes are rolling out, so that's cool. Uh, Christian, thanks for uh, for joining us as well. Um, continue to throw your your comments and everything in the chat. Um, Hassan, what have you been playing? What's what's been going on in your life lately? Um, I've actually been playing a decent amount of video games, which has been pretty great. So kind of a variety of games. Um, I was actually just playing Starlink uh, a little while ago because uh, I hadn't played too much in a while. I was like, let me get back into it. Uh, pretty fun. I love just flying around the seamlessness of jumping off into space and going back down to planets and just kind of exploring around. Um, I feel like I might want to buy some more of the weapon packs just to be able to swap them out. I know you can do it digitally, but... I just think it'd be cool to like, you know, to actually have the physical version and kind of swap out some of those. I don't think I'm going to collect everything, but maybe just get a couple. It's not you know, that much. Packs. Like there really isn't that much. It's not like Skylanders. Yeah, I, there isn't, but it's like, I have so much else that I'm already collecting. I'm like, I need to like purposefully hold myself back and restrain myself on, on purchases. Cause uh, I have had uh, another joy con purchase recently too, which, which I'll talk about, but oh. um <laughs> but uh, I've been playing some more Super Mario Party, and I'm trying to remember what I played, and uh, thankfully I have the parental controls enabled on my Switch, so I can look at the parental controls app. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I've been playing lately, so that came in handy. Um, and dabbled in a little bit of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, and Fortnite. So kind of just a variety of games playing here and there, which has uh, been, been pretty nice. Um, and then, uh, as I was kind of alluding to, I, I did get the Smash Bundle, um, which I then sold the extra Switch and everything else um, and just kept the, the Joy-Cons in the dock. <laughs> so you sold the Switch with no Joy-Cons? Well, there's somebody I, I asked online who wanted one, and they're like, uh, somebody else that already had like five Joy-Cons, they must have just wanted like an, a second Switch, maybe for their family or something. So they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll buy it. So it actually worked out. So yeah, it was a Switch with no Joy-Cons. And I had a regular dock. Because I had gotten an extra regular dock, so I just basically kept the Smash Brothers one and then just gave him my extra of the regular dock. So it kind of mm. worked out. That's nice. So what about the Diablo? I know it doesn't have different Joy Cons, but you're gonna get the Diablo system too. No, I, I'm going for Joy Cons only. I'm not going for you know anything else beyond that. That would just be <laughs> that'd be too much. <laughs> That's great. I never even thought about that because I, I saw it when I was I was walking through Walmart today, and I was like, "Oh man, it'd be nice." But but uh, but I was like, I don't really need another switch. But I, now you gave me an idea. Maybe I sh I should uh, also sell it with uh, an extra dock that I have. <laughs> so what do you think of the of the Joy Cons so far? I mean, you like them? Uh, I should have been better prepared and actually have them. I can run to the other room and grab them real quick. Um, but basically, uh, the the design is kind of, there's just some lines on the Joy-Con. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing that special. I The dock looks pretty cool. And I do like the Switch with the Smash Joy-Cons in the dock because then it kind of completes, you know, like it looks, you know, more, more interesting. Um, so, I mean, I think it's one of the things that, like, if you already have a Switch, 
don't bother with it um, unless you're like a diehard Smash fan and you really, really need that. Um, but if you don't have a Switch, this is perfect. Um, I definitely think it's the, the way to go. That's cool. So, so when you sold it, though, he, you gave like I'm guessing he got the uh, the digital code for the game too. Then, because that does that go no, with the system or it's a little insert. Uh, do I have the paper here? I don't know where the paper is, but yeah, it's just a download code, a scratch off download uh -huh. code. So I redeemed it on my own Switch, basically. Um, yeah, nice. So it worked out. That's cool. Yeah, because the box kind of alludes that it's already like there and like downloaded, so I wasn't sure. So, yeah, I think they had, um, they weren't super clear about it, but there was some product listing either on Amazon or somewhere that did say it was a download code. So I was like, okay, then I'll do it. Because if it was on the system itself, then that would have been a bit trickier for me to yeah. you know figure out. So the fact that it was an actual download code, I was like, all right, I'll go for it. Cool. Cool. Um, continue to throw what games you've been playing in the chat. Um, I have been playing uh, several different games. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League, honestly. It's right now they have that um, that kind of the Halloween-themed um, uh, thing going on uh, right now. It ends actually tonight, um, November 5th, so I've been trying to get a, as many uh, of those unlocked as I can and uh, trying to make my way into the, the, the ranked battles and all that stuff. Um, but uh, I've also been playing... Uh, I got Jeopardy! Um, Wheel of Fortune, I got it, like uh, Ubisoft uh, released um, kind of a America's Greatest Games sort of thing and got a review copy of that. And uh, I've been playing both those with my wife. Um, and uh, quick mini first impression sort of thing is um, both of them are not good. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, neither of them, they're not fully fledged like games. Like Wheel of Fortune, we tried that first and they didn't get um, the actual host or the, or uh, is it Pat Sajak, right? Um, they didn't get him or Vanna White uh, to, to be there. Like that's other like no name character hosts and, and letter flippers. Um, and then it's just, it's weird. It's not, I don't know. It just, it, it just feels awkward and, and kind of like just halfway done. Um, and then Jeopardy is, you don't, you don't even see any of the set at all for Jeopardy. It's just, um, you pick your, so for Wheel of Fortune, you actually design a character, which is really limited. And if you draw in your second player, it's just player two. You can't give them a name. Um, they can design their character, but it's player two. For Jeopardy, you can actually use another profile. So I have, my wife has a profile on my Switch, and I can bring that in, which is cool. Um, so we have, you know, Steve and my wife's name, and, and we're all up there. But but then like that's all you see like they just pull up the board and you see the the categories and and all the the dollar amounts and the questions come on there um there's no set at all it doesn't try to go in there's no alex trebek or anything like that it's uh, it's some lady reading the questions to you and um and then even like when you buzz in uh we didn't know this but it's it's multiple choice so you get three answers um, when you buzz in and for the most part like there were some questions I didn't know, but 90% of them I knew after I saw, after I buzzed in and saw the the possible choices. Like I, I narrowed it down and was able to to get it correct. Um, I, there was no you know type your own answer in sort of thing. So that that was kind of weird to me. I don't know, um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It just seems like they're they're halfway done. They're I've I've played previous you know 
versions of these games on on consoles, and they've been a lot better than this. Even if I, I've had better experiences on, like I think the the two DS or the DS and the three DS versions of these games. So hmm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I played that. Uh, played well, those. Now I won't be opening that game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I also got the Monopoly and uh, Risk, and that that said, I haven't I haven't played those. I hope they're better. I hope Monopoly is better than the previous release. I think it's I think it's honestly the same I one. I think it, it is too. Package is Monopoly for Nintendo Switch. The cool thing is though, I didn't realize this, and I don't know if it's cool or just different. Um, but when I popped in the cartridge uh, for Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, it comes up as, as two different um games on on your your home screen so you don't like go into the system uh, into the game itself and then choose which game it actually comes up as two different icons on there so you pick either wheel of fortune or jeopardy um from the home screen so that was that was kind of interesting to me i, did, I didn't expect that to happen so it's kind of like just that cartridge has both games on it that's cool see capcom really needs to take notice of this I mean, come on, if Ubisoft can do it with Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, there's no reason Capcom can't do it with Resident Evil or Mega Man or Mega Man X. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, also been playing uh, Grip and Chasm. Uh, I won't talk a whole lot about those because I've actually live streamed both of those. And so you can hear my thoughts. Um, I play those. Uh, Grip, it, it's pretty good. Um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't overly impressed so far, but I'm going to spend some more time with it. Um, I like racing games. It's a combat racing game, so um, kind of arcadey and everything. So um, I'm looking forward to playing more about it, but it's not. there's not a whole lot there that's keeping, keeping me engaged. And then um, Chasm is actually seems really interesting. I played um, almost a couple hours of it so far. I don't know how much more game there is there but it, it's an interesting uh kind of a metroidvania sort of thing um but kind of a, a little bit lighter on on the the light side but um but i'm, I'm enjoying it so far um also wanted to mention um i have i've gotten a couple controllers recently and i'm gonna i'll share more thoughts on them but the power a controllers so i have um both the the wired one that i got like several months ago and finally just opened it um but i also have the wireless uh one the enhanced wireless one that also has the buttons in the back um tried them out in both uh rocket league and fortnite um liked it better in fortnite um but both controllers are just I don't. Uh, hmm. This the wire. The wired one feels mostly better in my hands. Um, I like its light and everything, but the the removable uh, thumbsticks are are awkward. And I really and they come in different heights, and you can pop them off. But like, I want two short ones like this that are slightly smaller. I can't control the, the width of them, but I, I want two short ones, but I got one tall one and one short one. And like, that's weird. And so I swapped them out for the, the I forget which one's convex and concave, um, but I switched out for the other one. It's fine, but it feels weird because they're different and I don't know. Um, so I was happy when I saw these because I like these these sticks are actually closer to what the actual pro controller are, um, but they're not exactly the same. I like the sticks better, but the the controller just feels a little too bulky, and the buttons there are almost like sometimes too convenient to hit. So I don't know. I 
I'm not sold on either of them. And honestly, after, I don't know, a couple hours of trying them on, on both Fortnite and uh, Rocket League, I put them to the side and grabbed my Pro Controller because the Pro Controller is really, really good. So that's my quick first impressions of those. And also, um, I unboxed the, the, this headset that I'm wearing right now, the Cloud um, Mix headset from HyperX. And uh, this is my first time trying it live. Um, you guys can tell me, do, do I sound well? How's the microphone? Because you guys yeah. sound good, but how's the you microphone? Sound like great. Girl. I, don't know. I sound like a girl? Yeah, oh, it's, wow. It's like transforming your voice. It's really weird. That That is odd. I'm <laughs> surprised it took this long for you to tell me that. <laughs> it's just been funny, you know? <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to using it a little more in games and stuff like that, and I'll I'll eventually give a, a review on that as well. So I, that was a lot, but I I feel like I've, I've been doing a lot more recently, which is cool. Yeah. Like a lot going on, a lot more games going on, and, and stuff like that. So uh, it's been fun. And uh, here's Greg. Greg, thanks for joining us, man. Hi everyone, how's it going? <laughs> so we're just wrapping up uh, what we've been playing, what we're doing, everything. So um, share share what you've been doing. Well, um, I was been playing some Barry's new favorite uh, game of the year, Paw Patrol on a roll. Right. <laughs> playing that with my daughter, we got through the first like three or four missions. So been enjoying that so far. It's been fun to kind of share my passion with the Nintendo Switch with her and. My main complaint is is that you can't use the Joy-Con sideways, so it expects you to use both of them, either like attached to the system or like a Pro Controller. I would think a kid's game would be perfect to turn on its side. I haven't seen an instance where you needed to have two separate Joy-Cons for the actions they're requiring you to do, but I don't know. Maybe there's something in the later levels that gets more complex, but it's very basic and very kid-friendly, and she's been having a blast with it. That's awesome. Yeah, for all those that watched last time's podcast when we were talking about Paw Patrol, I, I said, oh, good, it's not physical. And it turns out it is physical in America. It is Walmart exclusive. So I had no choice but to hunt down this game and buy it. <laughs> and Barry logs 150 hours into it and he's still going. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Super addicting. <laughs> uh, anything else, Greg? Uh, you just been playing Paw Patrol? That was actually surprisingly it i've meant to boot up like mega man and moonlighter i got codes and stuff for those and just didn't really have a whole lot of time doing a lot of halloween festivities trick-or-treating my town had like a some trick-or-treating events at the businesses on two different days so it's a lot of uh family biz uh family time except for not really too much for switch so nice well i never switch is family I, I never thought that. Well, this time it is Paw Patrol. Unless you've been sneaking in some some solo time with it as well. I don't know, but <laughs> but I, I never know. <laughs> I never imagined that uh, that we'd be saying that you'd be saying that um, you know Paw Patrol is the game that's dominated your last couple of weeks. But want you become the game of the year for Greg? <laughs> oh my God, that'd be great. If it was like a couple of years ago, it might have been a contender. So like the last if it was one of those you. slow years, right, then there might not have been any other options. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of you guys talking about uh, what you've been playing in the chat. Um, Alex uh, has been playing Starlink, Scribblenauts, Mega Pack, Fortnite, Mario Kart, Destiny 2. Um, man, you've been playing a lot. Uh, Jared's also talked uh, a lot about his Starlink stuff, um, which uh, sounds like uh, very similar to a lot of people who kind of got the game for Star Fox, but uh, kind of 
realized it's, it's been a really good purchase. Um, also been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, Starlink, Soul Calibur Six, uh, Luigi's Mansion, and a little Mario Party when friends are over. Um, Mario Party has been cool too. Um, it's been it's been fun. I I need to have some more friends over so I can uh, get some more um, experience with it. So um, video games monthly. Hey, thanks for uh, joining you get for joining again. Um, that'd be cool. So, uh, so glad you're here. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's jump into some news. And, uh, before we jump into the, the big news, uh, thing that's going to take the majority of our podcast, uh, tonight, uh, with, uh, with Smash Brothers, uh, direct, um, we do want to just quickly mention that, uh, Mario, uh, I, am actually, I, do you guys know how to pronounce his name? Sigal or Sigali? Um, I think I've heard Sagali from other people that have said it, but okay, Sigali. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's absolutely correct, but that's how I've heard other people say it. Okay, well, we'll go with that for tonight. But Mario Sagali um, has passed at age eighty-four. If you guys are unfamiliar with who uh, he is, he's actually kind of like the namesake of Super Mario. Um, so, as uh, kind of the story goes, um, the uh, min I'm going to really butcher this name, so I'm just going to not say that. I'm just going to say the first president of uh, Nintendo of America um, rented this uh, this building in, in Washington uh, from Mr. Sigali, and um, that became the, the headquarters for the first uh, Nintendo of America. Um, and uh, Mario at the time was just known as Jumpman, and uh, basically he... Um, named him after uh, so uh, apparently named uh, mario after the first landlord from uh, nintendo of america and um he is has recently passed he did so on uh october 27th 2018 and we just want to kind of just take a moment to honor him and uh and all that that he you know he probably had no idea um when he was named after him what kind of connections and and the history uh that we've seen uh of super mario over the years um and and it's been cool and he he kinda tried to keep that to to a minimum didn't really talk about it a whole lot he has his whole career businessman and and all this uh great stuff that he did over the years um but it was kind of cool to 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 know that he was he was the one that that mario was named after so um do you guys have any thoughts uh about uh about him or any any kind of just things that come to mind uh, as we just uh, take a moment to honor him not I really mean, I mean, mostly just extending condolences to his family i mean it's obviously very hard to hear when someone passes away even though i mean no like major ties to us like we don't really know him personally or anything like that but it's obviously sad that this has happened and obviously mario will continue to live on and all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean he really didn't do a lot like he didn't realize the impact i'm sure he didn't wasn't involved with the development it was like one of those right place at the right time uh things but that being said uh, you know, my heart goes out to his family and, and I wish them nothing but the best. I, I know how much death really, really sucks. And, uh, it, I always want to say is thank you for giving Nintendo a, a chance to establish NOA. And, uh, you know, without that, would we even be here talking right now? So, um, you know, thank you for that. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're, you're resting in peace. Um, you know, my condolences. 
Yeah, absolutely. Just echoing what, what everyone else said and, and uh, you know, my, my thoughts and prayers go to, to uh, his family as well, but um, it's part of the, the legacy, you know, so we'll, we'll continue to, to remember him and, and champion that going forward. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, again, thoughts and prayers go out to the family as they, cause they mourn and kind of go through this, this uh, hard time in life. But, uh, but again, yeah, thanks for, thanks for all he did and, and just giving uh, Nintendo their first building and, and inspiring Mario and man, <laughs> he probably had no idea uh, what was coming when he, uh, when he uh, allowed them to sign that first lease and uh, see what all turned into to all this over the years. I mean, I wonder if anyone ever walked up to him and said, are, are you aware that they named a character that punches a dinosaur in the back of the head after you? Like, just curious. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Uh, man. So uh, let's move on to the, the big topic of the evening. It is Super Smash Brothers. There was a Smash Brothers Direct. And, uh, man, there's, there's a lot there. Um, people have some mixed feelings about this. Even in our midst right now, there are some mixed feelings about this direct. Um, so let's say before before we jump into the details, um, let's just go around the horn and, and share your your first just like thoughts about it. Um, I know we've been ta- chatting a little bit about it, um, you know, apart uh, away from the, the podcast, but uh, I would love to to kind of hear what you guys are thinking so far. So. Uh, Barry, let's go to you first, because I know I know you've been you've been thinking about it a lot. I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna sound really weird, but because I'm usually the the optimistic one of the group, out of all the pod, all the all the directs in recent memory, this was the first one that I honestly, despite everything, had some feeling of disappointment afterwards. I, I honest to God, was was a little bit buzz killed and, and disappointed at the end. Mm. All right. All right. Huston, what do you think? Uh, I feel like I was almost the opposite where I came away very excited and just ready, ready for more. Um, and by the way, real quick, I just, I do have the, this is the download code that came with the switch and this is the actual to anybody watching the video. This is the, this, the smash bros switch. So, I, I'm playing like all my games now with these Joy Cons because I'm just that hyped. I'm ready. Yeah, this this little line. This, yeah. this is getting me hyped now. I just I see that, it. I'm like smash. Let's go. I'm ready. That right Joy Con is wow. <laughs> A lot of work went into the design of that right Joy Con. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the direct. I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. I thought um, uh, there's there's lots of stuff and uh, looking forward to to trying it all. Cool, cool. Greg, what do you think? I did first want to welcome Barry to the club of when a Nintendo directed the point to you, but um, <laughs> I, I do not share his thoughts on this particular one, though. I actually came back pretty impressed and very excited for the game, so we will be having more into that on the details. Cool. It would be all boring right. if we were all like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. Nice. I'm not going to say it was my absolute favorite one out of all the ones that they've aired, but it, I definitely didn't think it was disappointing in any way yeah for me at least yeah i uh, i think um i i kind of fall somewhere in the middle um i did enjoy it um but i think they i don't know i think the the biggest thing for me is i think they they didn't share everything at least i'm hoping they didn't share everything uh which i think left some people 
um, frustrated or or kind of questioning uh, the game itself. Um, but I, I think for me, I think the overall direct was was good. Um, I it it bugged me a little bit that they they held off on the adventure mode stuff until the very very end and didn't share a whole lot. But then after I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? Was that just my hype getting in the way? Like actually like looking back, I'm like, okay, I understand. I mean, it's a, it's a similar thing to like, I don't know, all the Avengers and Marvel's movies and everything coming out. I'm like, I really don't want them to share everything. I want them to, to leave some experience there for me to, to find out on my own. I don't want to know everything about the game. And so when I started processing it that way, I actually enjoyed the direct a lot more um, than than I think a, a lot of other people, but, uh, but yeah, so anyhow, uh, let's, let's jump into the details. I'm just going to go, uh, straight through, uh, the, the press release. And so, um, I think for the most part, this was, uh, in order from, from the direct itself. Uh, but some things might be just a little bit out of order and, uh, we'll just kind of take a, a few things at a time and then kind of discuss them a little bit. Um, first off, we, we did, uh, see our final two, uh, fighters that are in the initial release of the game. Um, so that kind of alludes to a little bit of their stuff that we'll talk about later. But the final two fighters are um, Ken from Street Fighter and Incineroar from the, the Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon series. Uh, so um, for the most part, Ken is is a, an Echo Fighter from uh, of Ryu, and so there's a lot of similarities, but there are some a little bit of differences as well um, with his speed and his Hadouken and stuff like that. Um, and Cinnaroar is a is a new character and um, kind of brings all the the different moves and everything from from Pokemon Sun and Moon and and some different stuff there. Um, what do you guys think of these two new characters? Um, kind of general thoughts about them. Is there, are there good choices? Are you excited about them? All that sort of stuff. Um, let's let's go in a little different order. Let's go to Greg first. Well, I was kind of almost expecting Ken, like when they announced like the Echo Fighter kind of things, because he's been a pretty like renowned uh, Echo Fighter, and they even dove into that when they mentioned Luigi as the original Echo Fighter. Um, Incineroar, I've never been a big one into the Pokemon series, so I didn't really have any feelings towards like him being added in. Like I'm not one that's gonna be like, oh, there's too many Pokemon characters. Should have been somebody else. No, I don't really argue against their choices. He seems like a good, interesting fit with just having a bunch of different throwing type moves and the celebratory uh, wrestling poses. I mean, if I were to say if any part of this direct was disappointing, it would just would be the actual the final characters, but that's because they didn't fit my personal preferences. But again, I'm not usually one to complain. I mean, there was already 74 characters, so it's not like he's like one of like six or 12 or something that's very small amount. So um, yeah, that's overall thoughts on those. Cool. Cool. Want a quick shout out to uh, both Matt and Neil. Uh, Matt's a longtime listener and everything, but uh, Neil, I think this is the first time he's joining in. So, hey, to you guys in the chat, uh, be sure to throw your your comments about all this stuff uh, in the chat as well, and we will uh, address it when we can. Um, but I'm, I'm, there's some great conversation. In fact, sometimes it's hard to keep up with what's going on in the chat so much. So it's been a cool cool conversation over Jake there. Just came in too. Uh, oh yeah, look at that, Jakester. Nice. Um, welcome, guys. Uh, so, Hassan, what do you what do you think of uh, Ken and Incineroar? Um, so, I guess first of all, so I 
fully expected these two to be the characters they would announce in the final ones. In fact, I think it was the last podcast or something. I came in the chat or something too. And I was like, I think it's Kenan and Cinderella and that's it. Like I was pretty much ready for, for those two. So I kind of came into it expecting that. Um, and I mean, the two characters themselves, I'm not really like super crazy about, like I'm not a big street fighter fan and Cinderella is not really a Pokemon that interests me more like Decidueye or somebody would, would have been really cool. But um, so as like, personally, I'm not super excited about the choices, um, but I expected them. I fully, you know, thought they would be in the game. And um, I think they, at least, especially in Cinewar being a new character, seem pretty interesting to play as. So I'll definitely try them all. And um, I, I did like their the whole character reveal trailer. Like those are always fun. Um, especially the little scene at the very end with like Villager with the little boxing gloves going. I was like, yeah, that was, that was funny. That was great. So I, I always love those, the, uh, the reveal trailers. Those always make it uh, worth watching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jared, Jared said in the, in the chat that uh, Digital Frontier does an amazing job with the Smash Brothers trailers. And uh, yeah, that was, that. while I, I, I'll, I'll share my thoughts in just a second, but, but I, I like the the reveal more than the characters themselves. I'll say that for sure. Um, Barry, what do you think? Uh, well, Ken was very safe. I would have been surprised if Ken wasn't there. I'm a longtime Street Fighter fan, uh, so I'm fine with Echo characters uh, more the merrier. Uh, so it was great to see some representation. It's kind of weird though that you know, I guess his home stage is going to be Ryu stage, which is weird because Ken has his own stage, and obviously they played his theme, so at least that's in it. Um, Incineroar, I didn't actually play like a lot of Sun and Moon, and I didn't play any Ultra Sun and Moon, but I would have picked Litten, uh, picked Litten as my starter. Uh, that's what I did at the start, but I never got her all the way to Incineroar. Um, as for Desuidai, um, they were added to Pokémon Tournament, so I think this was like the compromise. You go to Pokémon Tournament, you go to Smash. Um, when I watched the gameplay of Incineroar, I actually really like it. Like, even though I'm not like, oh my god, Incineroar, I'm super excited for that character. I'm excited for the gameplay because it's a different type of character. Um, and obviously the the intro cinematic for the two was fantastic as always. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's almost obligatory at this point for a new Pokemon representation uh, in each new Smash. So it's kind of, you know, by the books almost, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm just chatting. <laughs> the chat room is cracking me up. Uh, Neil, wow. Um, we'll just say Chun Li. That's all I know. Uh, all right. So um, my thoughts. Uh, yeah, like I, I feel like Ken was a was a shoe in um, as an Echo Fighter. I feel like I mean making <clears throat> making him faster um, is almost makes him in my mind better than than Ryu, and which is unfortunate because I prefer Ryu over Ken in Street Fighter. Um, but I may end up playing more as as uh, Ken because he's faster. And um, and Cinderor, similar to you, uh, Barry, I'm like not excited about him. Um, it, it, it was never, I didn't play through, um, sun and moon. Um, so I wasn't drawn into the character. Like a lot of people are, wasn't, um, you know, a favorite of mine or anything like that. Um, but watching his play, watching his moves and all that stuff, um, actually made me start thinking, okay, I, I want to try this guy out and, uh, and see what he's got. Um, seems like, uh, 
they need to balance him pretty uh, pretty good because he he seems like he could be a little op um, from some of his moves. Um, I think they tried to balance him out with the with the, the celebratory poses and everything, uh, but you can easily cancel out of them. So I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely gonna he's gonna be one of the first people I uh, first characters I try I think um, to see what he's like. It's also good to see another heavy character like him, King K. Rule, Ridley. Like it's nice to get some more balance on the character roster because there aren't that many heavy characters in the roster. Definitely. And Steve, he may be one of the first characters you want to try, except if you have to unlock them in order, he's going to have to be the last one you try. Good point. <laughs> good point. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, <laughs> but once I get them all unlocked, I'm going to be excited to play them. So that's, that's a good point. I, I forgot that that's how we're going to do that this time. So um, I, I, I'm just glad Yoshi's there from the beginning. So that's that's my main. So. Uh, okay. So we'll find out who's better. <laughs> ah. All right. So uh, then we moved into, uh, we're going to talk about spirit mode. And um, in the world of, of Smash Brothers Ultimates, we we normally, our Smash Brothers as a whole, we normally have these, uh, the statues, right? The, the little, the character statues that, that uh, kind of play in this idea that they come, like they're, they're there but then they come into the game world and and they're fighters in the real world and then in the game and the stream world and everything and there's always been these these statues and the they keep expanding them and everything and just this time they decided to do this thing called spirits and so each uh character basically had this the, their spirit and they've lost their their form and become spirits and they serve as power-ups this time around um so they range from different uh characters like chibi robo and dr wily the tails and all these different characters have these spirits and uh you can equip the the spirits um as, as primary or support spirits to kind of add additional abilities and and uh, and things to your character, and so as you collect these different spirits, you can add them to your main character and uh, continue to progress. Um, kind of like a an RPG sort of elements uh, to to it. Um, so in my mind, I feel like it kind of took the the challenge modes and added it some RPG elements and added um, in the the statues and and stuff and just like, hey, you know what? We're gonna put this together and make it give it more of a point instead of just collecting them and beating each challenge we're going to actually make a make a journey out of this and and make you have some some reason why you're you're playing through each of these things um so hassan let's go to you first and what, what's your thoughts on the spirit mode and the spirit battles so this is the one interesting part of the direct that was uh i guess it was it was interesting so my my initial thought was like wait no trophies like oh like you know because that's been such a staple of the franchise i get it though because the reason behind it being just the development uh time that it takes to create all those models and this game is packed with stuff like i mean it's just amazing how many characters and stuff they're able to fit in it um so i get it um the spirits do look a little odd with the competing art schemes of it just looks you know a little a little weird like a hodgepodge of different things but the concept behind it, I think, is interesting, how it's kind of a more involved, almost like an RPG, as you were saying, uh, more involved um, setup. I I don't know how much I'm going to get into it because I feel like it's really complicated, like really, really complicated. Like I thought I was following along, and then Sakurai would add another element to it, and then another element, and then another thing, and then I was just lost. I was like, this is way too much customization 
Um, I still don't fully comprehend it. Um, so good or bad, you know, if I end up enjoying that, it's going to be fantastic because I feel like you can really get lost in it. It's like a whole new game within this game. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it, I guess. Um, but it's really hard to say how much I'm going to enjoy it because it's, it's very in-depth. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, I actually like as I was as I was explaining it just a second ago, I was like, did I get everything? I don't even think I got everything because I think there's other th elements that you can level up and and, and all these different things. Um, there's a lot to it for sure. Um, Barry, what, what's your thoughts about spirits? Spirits is one of those things that I think is going to be better in practice versus uh, discussion. And I understand Sakurai loves to go into detail, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there is such a thing as too much detail. Like, there's a lot that spirits can do, and there's a lot to this. But I feel the way he, like, kind of droned on and on with it, you kind of lost base. It was like, all right, bored now. Let's move on. Like, I'll understand it as I'm doing it, as I'm messing around with it, as I'm playing with it and discovering it. I'll learn how it works. Um, I think that obviously using JPEGs is a lot cheaper than trophies, and I understand that they can get a lot more characters that way. I miss trophies. Uh, it feels like we're losing part of what made Smash Brothers Smash Brothers. I mean, we had stickers. This is very reminiscent of stickers, um, but stickers went away after Brawl. They were just a one-and-done thing. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that... If you are a spirit, you are not disqualified from being a fighter because that would break a whole lot of hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I heard somebody say, I didn't see it myself, that there was a K rule spirit. Well, so I don't know a, if that's true. A but it... trainer tree pose is a spirit, like the actual okay, tree so pose. Then, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. But I, I know, like, my wife will be furious if Dixie Kong can't be a character because she was clearly shown there. Yeah, yeah. It's. I. 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 I agree with you, Barry. I think that's that's one of those things they they should have spent a little less time explaining because it because it almost like it it seemed exciting and then maybe the more he talked, I was like, mm, I don't really know if I like this anymore. So. <laughs> It's 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 definitely interesting. Uh, Greg, what do you think about uh, the spirit mode and all that sort of thing? This was definitely one of the parts I was very intrigued by. I know like it seemed like all kind of confusing and everything overall, but it did to me. It sounded like kind of like a modified event mode, and that's always been one of my favorite classics since like Melee. It was like oh, you can fight a fight Gutsman, but he's like just a giant Mega Man that just kind of throws stuff around. So. To me, that sounds like a very intriguing just to be able to play these different types of scenarios against characters that are not in the game. Um, yeah. Obviously, we need more information on how they level up each of the spirits and all of that kind of stuff and unlocking the various ones. But I don't know. I have always kind of really enjoyed the event mode, and I didn't really care for the trophies because I could never get them all anyway. So having to play classic mode 74 times sounded like a huge chore. Yeah. All Star mode 74 times again will be a huge chore. Yeah. Playing adventure mode 74 times. I mean, you get where I'm going with this, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. I hope the spirits have a little informational blurb on them, though. Like the trophies, some of the cool things was reading yeah. about the history of the characters. Uh, so hopefully the spirits have something like that, too. I agree. I yeah. agree. 
What's the? Did you guys get a read on like how you progress through through the the spirits mode? Is like I'm assuming the reason you want to level up your character and collect more spirits that you can make your your main character better. But what's what's the end result? Like what's the what's the final goal? Is it just to make it all the way through? You need to power them up so you can beat the next one. Beat the adventure mode, and that's yeah. Oh, you're you using them into adventure mode. mode. So it's all related because I think I saw like a they did the Nintendo Live tournament in Japan and there was a little bit more footage of the menus. So the World of Light Adventure Mode is within the Spirits Mode. Uh, so it's using that. Now there's also separate just challenges and things where you can go into it and like face off against certain spirits to like get them in your collection and that sort of thing. Um, but it's all related. Okay. That that makes a lot more sense and it actually like gets me more excited about it. Cause in the beginning I thought it was two different modes. Like you had your spirits modes and your adventure mode. Connected makes a lot more sense. So that's good. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> I, I didn't actually pick that up from their explanation. So I, I don't know if they made it clear. Maybe I just missed it, but we'll we'll I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but that's that's a lot better. Um Okay, so earlier we talked about the fact that these the last two um, included from the very beginning fighters were Ken and Incineroar, but uh, they did confirm that they are going to be working on at least five more DLC fighters. Uh, those fighters are going to be coming out in in packs uh, of five ninety nine each, and at least in America, the price would be that. And then you can also uh, get all five of them in a fighter pass for twenty four ninety nine, and uh, each of those packs includes the character, the stage, and the music tracks. Um, so we have no idea who those five are going to be at all. Um, but uh, the people that do ch uh, choose to get the, the fighter pass will also receive an in-game outfit based on Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, one of Barry's favorite games. And uh, that's going to be starting in December 7th, so um, pretty much the, the day after it comes out. And um, and uh, yeah, so they'll also, if you do purchase the Fighter Pass, you get 425 um, bonus gold points or double the usual amount. Um, so a lot of incentive there to get the Fighter Pass. Um, what do you guys think? Like, who could this be? Like, they say they haven't even been wor began working on them, but some people are like, eh, wait, maybe they have, or maybe they they've they have they certainly have plans. Like, we've been. They've been thinking about DLC characters for a long time. Barry you already said your wife hopes Dixie's one of them. Um, we we have all these different ideas uh, about who could be in there. Um, Hassan, what, what's your thoughts about uh, about the DLC? Um, so it's interesting that so we know a couple that it's not because they're assist trophies like Isaac, Springman, you know, certain characters like that, uh, Shadow. Um, right. But as far as who it could be, and we, and we know it's not Echo characters or Echo Fighters, so um, totally brand new characters. I, You know, it's very interesting because I think the last Smash with DLC, there was a lot of focus on, like, uh, there's a bunch of, like, third-party characters or characters that weren't as well-known necessarily. Like, um, it, was, it was, you know, not your standard crop of, of characters that you would imagine. So I wonder if they're going to kind of branch out here as well. Um, now there are, there is a rumor, um, from the one, there's this one guy who had, has gotten a bunch of stuff right in terms of, um, 
So I think Simon, uh, Incineroar, Ken, uh, Rid uh, Ridley, I think. So there's a bunch of characters that he has been saying, and that's kind of why, because of his rumors, I was leaning towards Ken and Incineroar being the final two. So he also said um, that with this DLC now, there's going to be some sort of Square Enix character. Um, and potentially that that will be the first out of the five DLC. Um, he also said that in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a stage, um, a character, or um, a cis trophy sticker, in some in some way, shape, or form, uh, not sticker, sorry, spirit, um, Minecraft will be represented. So potentially, what if they did like Steve for Minecraft or something, you know, as a character, uh, which I could totally see them doing because Microsoft and Nintendo have been very buddy buddy, and I think you know, my, Minecraft being big on. Uh, on the switch and stuff as well would, would be, would be perfect. Um, so yeah, I mean, those present some interesting opportunities, I think. Uh, I don't know who else. Cause like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's no other characters that I can immediately think of that I would really want to be on it. Um, aside from the other, the one other character I think would be great, which I don't think is going to happen, is Wonder Red from the Wonderful 101, mm -hmm. unless they tie it into a future announcement of the Wonderful 102, and then throw in you know Wonder Red or something in that. That would be kind of cool, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's interesting, and it's an interesting thing to note. I think the the third party uh, stuff as well that we could we could see a continued expansion. Um, Jakester says uh, it could be interesting to kind of pull an Octopath Traveler uh, thing in there. Um, which one do you choose? Who knows? Uh, maybe that's just eight different uh, uh, options for the characters. You just switch back and forth between the, the eight. That's their different, uh, the character, um, uh, you know, options or whatever. So we'll see. Uh, Greg, what do you think of uh, the DLC? Are you, are you hoping for any, anyone in particular for, for DLC? Well, it's definitely a day one purchase for me, that's for sure. Um, I got like just about all the characters for Wii U and 3DS. So um, I definitely think since Sakurai really likes Fire Emblem, I think it could be expected there'll be at least one character added from there, or most likely one from the upcoming Three Houses game, like Eldegard, who uses like a lance that's not another sword user that everybody complains about. That's there's too many of so that could definitely bring some variety into the like, weapons and stuff that's available for the game so that was at least one that jumped immediately to my mind without going into like dixie or someone else that's probably much more deserving that has been in multiple games i mean i've wanted shovel knight but he's already this trophy um it seems like if you've only had like one game, you get become as this trophy in two games. That's where you get the character status. So <laughs> that's what I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, actually maybe pretty accurate. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's why the Inklings got their second game. So they're like, up oh, they're in. Uh, but uh, Springman, no, he's only one game. Uh, throw him in as a costume or this trophy or whatever. Yeah. Ribbon Girl too. Yeah. I think that was my my big surprise. I actually I expected them to keep pushing arms, and I was surprised to see that Springman wasn't a character that he was as this trophy. So, um, and and most likely not. I'm assuming unless they update the game, they're probably not going to be you know a DLC uh, character. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still absolutely wish that Bomberman could have been one, but that uh, bridge has already been blown up. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, Barry, what are you thinking about DLC? Well, I can honestly say I finally understand those people who want Shadow or Isaac or, you know, Waluigi. Waluigi. <laughs> and when they see them as the assist trophy, like, the pain they feel. Yeah. Because that costume was the biggest insult <laughs> Sakurai could have given me. Like, my whole world just, like, shattered. Like, especially considering he stated, we know you want to play as Rex. We understand you want Rex as a character. I hope this helps. No! No, it does not help! Rex has to be one of those five. He acknowledged we want him. There's no reason not to. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 sold over 1.5 million. Uh, Torna sold a lot. Um, there's absolutely no reason not to get Rex, Pyra, slash Mithra in that roster. As for the other four, um, keep in mind, these, these characters have to be big. They can't do Goomba to sell. These, these have to be worthy of the purchase. So, I definitely think third party is going to be a key. Um, if Square Enix is to believe, uh, I would still love Geno. Um, they they kind of did it last time in Smash 4. We understand you want Geno, so here's a me costume. Hope that helps. No, that didn't help. Uh, you did that with King K. Rule, and you eventually delivered, so maybe Geno will come. Um, if they don't do um, Geno, I know some people want Sora. I absolutely do not want Sora. I like Kingdom Hearts. But I do not think Sora is deserving to be in Smash in that sense. Give us Mickey um, instead. Yeah, Mickey would be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey actually funny. would be fine. Um, but no, uh, so I've heard some people say like uh, a Dragon Quest character, which I would be okay with. I would be okay with another Fire uh, Final Fantasy character, um, preferably like Terra or Locke or Cecil or Kane or something like that, and uh, possibly a Bravely character. I'd love to see, you know, Ignis in there or Tiz in there or even Magnolia in there, like just to get or, you know, one character in there. Rigabell would be really cool, too. Uh, if you play the game, you'd know why um, to give some representation to that, since Bravely is pretty much a Nintendo type franchise uh, for other third party. I mean, I know people would love Banjo. I wouldn't hate Banjo. Minecraft doesn't do anything for me, but I understand there's a big appeal to that. Um, I would love to see some kind of collaboration with Microsoft, though. I'd love to see these, you know, big companies working together. Uh, outside of that, I don't know. What I do hope is that we're going to get more than these five. Now, what I mean by that is not only we get a season two, so to speak, like other fighting games where there's more, another fighter pass, but also that they throw in Echo Fighters uh, sprinkled in for free just to keep hype up, kind of like they've been doing with other games where they've, you know, Mario Tennis has free DLC and ARMS and Splatoon 2, and they're doing all this free DLC. And I think Echo Fighters don't take a lot, and I think that will be like, hey, here's the new paid character, and we're also throwing in this Echo Fighter as well to get that hype back up. And I would like to see them do, like, Shadow, um, and, and even though he's an assist trophy, just make Silver do Chaos Control instead of Shadow. Uh, I don't think that's really that hard to do. Um, other obvious, you know, ones are like Dark Link would be really easy to do. X or Proto Man or Base for, as an echo to uh, Mega Man would be really easy to do. Uh, even Zack would be really easy to do for Cloud. Um, so I'd like to see them play around with that more. Uh, I'd also like to see the 13... Uh, missing assist trophies come back. Uh, there were 16 that were cut out, three of which became playable fighters. 
so I'd like to see the 13 that were not playable characters come back into the game um, simply because it's more representation. It's easy content. Uh, so I'd like to see them come as DLC as well. Like, here's a new new paid character. Here's a free Echo character. And here's an assist trophy or two to go along with it as well. Hype back into the game. Yep. Yeah, I know. Like that was one of the things you were hoping for, Barry, is uh, that every character has an as has, uh, as an Echo fighter. That'd be awesome. Um, but uh, haven't seen it yet. I guess there's always a chance, but uh, we'll we'll see. And a lot of them, like people said, it makes it's a no brainer for for a lot of them. I just don't know. I'm wondering if, in, in terms of resources, where they want to put. The, that effort and everything, because um, I know it's it's easier to create an Echo character, but at the same time, it still create you know demands some resources. Um, it'd be cool if they have enough and they they can devote it to that, but but we'll see. I, I actually have no clue who these these five are going to be, but I will purchase it um, ahead of time. I'll get the I'll get the uh, the fighter pass and enjoy Rex's as a as a me costume. Um, but uh, but look forward to to seeing what happens because it's definitely a, a lot better deal to to buy them. If you're going to plan on buying what like four of them, you might as well just buy the fighter pass because uh, I think it's, it's cheaper that way. If I do quick math in my head, so yeah. so they did say it was not like the last fighter even wasn't be possibly ready until like. February 2020. Right. So, right. Yeah. Those are only the five from the past. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, who knows how long this, this game will live on and if they'll continue to release uh, more and more DLC after that or not. So, we can just get a new character reveal with every Nintendo Direct going forward, basically. Could, especially with Echo Fighters. <laughs> really good. Yep. Uh, speaking of other characters, uh, there was uh, an announcement that most of you know about already. Um, I'm sure that that most of the people like watching this or listening to it after the fact uh, have. Are, this is not going to be surprising to you, but um, it was definitely surprising when it happened because I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't even. I never. I mean, I've been trying to stay away from the rumors this time around, um, but I don't think anybody can had, had thought there this were there was were no there were nothing. no rumors for this because I've been paying attention to the rumors. There was nothing. There were a couple people that like claimed they knew but didn't say anything. But I mean, there there was nothing. There were right, no rumors right. out there. So uh, that's Piranha Plant is is coming to Smash uh, as as a playable character and will be a free uh, DLC um, that's uh, is apparently going to be. Um, I think uh, where is it? It's it's coming. Did they, we actually have a date? It's, it's it's before February, because February the amiibo comes out, so okay. it's got to be before February. So sometime in February, but you need to uh, get the game uh, in order to get it for free. You need to get the game either digital download or uh, buy the f the physical copy and get it registered to your Nintendo Switch um, with uh, my Nintendo and everything uh, by the end of January 2019 in order to to get them for free. Um, <laughs> Barry, what's your what's your thoughts on Piranha Plant? Is it going to be your new main? Uh, my thoughts are all over the place. Uh, <laughs> at very first thoughts were the total WTF, and not because it came out of left field, but because it takes the, so to speak, status quo and literally just throws it out the window. Like, there had to be something special about being a Smash character, and every Smash character was a named character. This is just generic Mario enemy. You might as well have Octoroks and, and Metroids 
and Goombas running and around. Goombas, you mentioned earlier, Goomba yeah, wasn't going to be a DLC, but who knows now? Yeah, yeah and that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> and, and I understand, like, you know, PD Piranha, he summons PD Piranha. He doesn't transform into him for the special or the, the, the smash. And uh, PD Piranha, I would have been fine with because PD Piranha is a named character. However, after I thought about it more and I watched the, the, the play style and I said, you know what, he's different. He's very different. And you know what? Maybe Sakurai just wanted to make him. And you know what? If Sakurai wanted to make him, either to troll the internet or just because he really likes piranha plants, then more power to him. I mean, Sakurai, we don't deserve Sakurai. He's like a god. So if that's what he wanted to do, more power. And you know what? If he's tasting the internet tears right now and just lapping them up and enjoying them, more power to him. I absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I can see like Smash tournaments, people using piranha plants to troll people uh and, and winning like like there was one one tournament where it was ice climbers were towards the end and people were like oh my god ice climbers like in the top four like what the heck's going on uh so i can see this happening yeah yeah for sure uh jared's talking about he I, he welcomes the uh piranha plant but it feels like there's a lot more deserving characters that do deserve a spot in there um and uh yeah, <laughs> most of us are like, <laughs> Jakester said his face palm um, still is hurting from that. So, uh, Greg, what do you think about uh, about the piranha plant? Is is he, is, the, is that the one you've been waiting for all your life? Like, you just can't wait to, like, play as piranha plant? Actually, <laughs> sort of. I mean, he does have, like, the way that, like, he's implemented is very cool. Like, how he has, like, all the, like, different moves from, like, Mario 3 and New Super Mario Brothers you and like all his different like tie-ins is like how he even like how he moves like with the pedals below like the pot or the pipe or whatever so um this was definitely like the wtf character that barry was talking about but this also kind of reminds me like oh this is like when we got game and watch or duck hunt dog and like pichu it was just like this is like that really random like it's probably really random and fun type of character that it's probably gonna be a lot more fun to use after we get the chance to see him and play yeah. it, play as him. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think Jakester, I think is is referring to the like the memes that people have been making about a piranha plant and and Waluigi. Um, those are <laughs> those are pretty funny. Uh, that's you know what would be cool. What if they did? What if they did like a Pokemon trainer kind of deal? And they had Goomba, and then they had Koopa Troopa, and then they had Piranha Plant were like the three, and you could switch between the three. So I would play as a Koopa Troopa, like that. That that's that sounds pretty exciting to me. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's cool. I I I loved it because I like the thing is with Smash, it's so huge now that there's like so many characters, so many franchises represented. At this point, I'm just like there, like there's not really any characters that I'm like dying to have added. Like all the franchises I love are represented in some way. Like I just, I want more fresh and exciting things. So anytime they bring in a character that's different um, and just unique, I'm all for it. You know? So like the second I saw this, I mean, yeah, I was like, what, what in the world? But then once I saw the gameplay and everything, I was like, this looks really unique and really different. So I'm excited to try them out. Like that's, that's the thing about this game is all the new characters, the ones that I really want to play. Like I love animal crossing and I really want to try Isabel, but Isabel isn't too different from villager. So I'm more excited to really try like inkling, uh, piranha plant, you know, like all these other characters that are really unique. Um, 
because that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it so right. diverse. And then, you know, who knows which characters are going to become more viable in tournament play and then seeing high level play from some of these characters, it's going to be insane to watch as well. Like it just adds so much more fun to the game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I, I think that's, I've experienced that. I haven't really thought about it until you just said it though. Um, that I, I think the same way. I mean, that's why I think a lot of people are upset when they throw another, you know, sword wheeling um, person from, um, Oh, I'm blanking. Shoot, Fire Emblem. Uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, because like they're like, oh, it's another character just like that. And and Greg knows that they're all different. But but in someone's mind that uh, that doesn't know all that sort of thing, it seems like it's just another similar character. And this is this is another character that's totally out there. We haven't seen something like this before, and uh, and that does make it more fun and, and more exciting. And uh, and I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in trying Prana Plant for sure, but uh, but I'm hoping for Koopa Troopa next. So um, there are also, there you go. <laughs> that's it could be very similar, but I don't know. Um, so uh, there are also going to be new amiibo. We alluded to that earlier with Piranha Plant. Um, Inkling, Ridley, and Wolf are coming out December seventh, so right after the game is released, and then. Um, King K. Rule, Ice Climbers, and Piranha Plant are for February 15th of 2019, and Isabel, Pichu, Ken, Young, Link, and Daisy uh, later in 2019. Um, how many guys are still collecting all the Amiibo? Any, anybody still going? Barry and Huston's going strong. Uh, got for them all. Smash, at least. Yeah. For Smash. Okay, Aww. so Smash? I think Barry's getting them all, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm all. getting them all. So these are already probably you already got them pre-ordered. Pre Not only that, but they also did the Diablo uh, has a has a goblin. Right. Uh, that's what's GameStop online exclusive. I got that pre-ordered too, ready to go. Cool. And Hassan's these are these are in the Smash Brothers one. You're you're falling in line and got them all pre-ordered. Everything ready? Yeah, Smash Brothers. Yeah, there's a couple series I've been getting like uh, the Splatoon ones, the Zelda ones, like certain series of Amiibo. But like, if I don't care about like Diablo or Dark Souls or you know, like I don't care about those franchises, so I'm not getting those ones. But Smash, I mean, like, that's like Nintendo as a whole. Like, I feel like I'm representing the entirety of Nintendo just just from Smash. So there, that makes me happy. Well, they all started out with the the trophies, and so it's kind of like your little mini, you know, Smash. That, that's where the yeah. trophies went. They they left the yeah. game and became physical. There you go. <laughs> now now Smash Brothers lives beyond the game. So Hassan, if, if they start doing like alternate costumes or alternate versions, like you know Zelda from a link, a link between worlds, or Alf, or the Koop Kids, or male Wii Fit trainer and stuff like that, are you gonna grab all those too? For Smash, uh, yeah. Yeah, for Smash. Yeah, right. I would. I I didn't for Splatoon because I know they did the alternate colors of the Splatoon ones. I didn't do yeah. those. Those are the only Splatoon ones I skipped. But with Smash, like. I got to collect it for Smash. I did the Famicom Rob, so I did get yeah, that all in color. Too. So, yeah. I imported that before it came to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> nice. So, nice. do you have a uh, player two for Corn and Bayonetta? Yeah, and Cloud. And Cloud? Yeah. 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 They could do player twos for everybody now, if you think about it. That is true. That is true. There's so many. I'm. Uh, well, as you can, there's behind me. I have all my amiibo on the shelf, but uh, if I did collect them all, they definitely would not fit on there. So I've got, I got to pace myself. I, I of these, um, I, I'm thinking. I, I think I'll definitely get Piranha Plant because that's just crazy. Um, 
and uh, I may end up picking up uh, Young Link and, and maybe Ken. I may get Daisy for my wife. Um, she's a big Daisy fan. Um, but uh, that's that's have the other probably, Daisy Amiibo. Uh, I do have the other Daisy Amiibo. So um, and then uh, Ridley could be cool. I think I think it really could be definitely cool, um, but I, I won't be picking up all these. Uh, Greg, are you are you still collecting amiibo at all? I did complete my Smash set that's not uh, contains duplicates, so that's no Famicom Rob, no Player Two, Corn Cloud, and Bayonetta. And if anyone wants to zoom in, they're like all up in this little tower thing right here, and then there's a big stash that doesn't fit on it, like right next to it. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's right where all they're stored right now, and not looking forward to having to track down a couple more. So, <laughs> well, are you pre-ordering these? Because you can pre-order and you can pre-order them at Best Buy, and you have GCU, you get twenty percent off. Yeah, that expired in August, so I don't have that anymore. And I, I, I never had GCU, but I also I get a thing where if I do store pickup for a lot of items, I get like a dollar off. Get a dollar off, yeah. Um, so I mean, I did that for I do store pickup for a lot of my Best Buy stuff. So right. that's not much, off but it adds up. <laughs> with you, nice. that's cool. Uh, so the next thing on the press release actually um, jumps past like everything. So they actually kind of left this uh, the adventure mode stuff to the very end. But uh, since we're just going straight down this, let's go ahead and talk about adventure mode. Um, so it's called World of Light, and we don't really know a whole lot about it. Um, we know kind of how they uh, ended up in this situation, um, but but we really don't know um, exactly what's going on. And we don't uh, have any confirmation uh, of how this all works together. Um, we have a lot of speculation. Uh, a lot of people have some ideas. I think uh, we're kind of on, on uh, a sort of um, a good path, I think, of trying to figure this out. But, uh, but according to Nintendo, it does fix, uh, function similarly to uh, the Subspace Emissary from, from Brawl, which a lot of people are really excited about. Um, and uh, something has caused numerous of the, of the characters to, to lose their bodies and transform into spirits. Uh, we were talking about spirits earlier. And, um, and, and we see in the little trailer that uh, Kirby seems to be the only one who has made it. Um, we're not really sure if that's actually what happens, but that's that's what we see. And uh, it seems like maybe he's the one that sits out on this this journey to to rescue and save the rest of the characters. Um, and it's cool, like all these these different worlds from the different characters are all together and kind of connected. So you see um, all of them and the, this kind of panoramic view. Uh, um, and there's some sort of like a top-down kind of adventure where they're moving through each of the worlds. So um, we don't know a whole lot, but of what we know, are you guys excited, Hassan? What do you think? Uh, I am. I am very excited because I think um, you know it, we're getting we're getting the cutscenes and stuff like Subspace Emissary, although not to an, that a same extent. Because Sakurai did say it's not going to be as involved in terms of the story, but it's something, uh, and and. So I, I think what they showed set the stage for what's to come, and I'm excited to like experience the rest on my own. Um, and I like the idea of it because the spirits mode, when they kind of talked about all that, it was so complex. But I can see how that all fits in now with the story mode because you're kind of going through encountering all the characters um, that are like evil, 
but essentially you're kind of fighting them and, and you're going to be collecting spirits and things too, kind of like how they'd shown earlier in the direct in the spirits mode. So I can see how it all ties together and it'll be fun to go through and kind of gather up all the characters as you go. And I liked how it was kind of a hodgepodge of different Nintendo franchises together. Cause there was like on the overworld map, there was like a, the player riding a Lapras um, across some water. I think there was like, um, something from Monster Hunter featured as well. Um, so there's like a bunch of different things that are there from different Nintendo franchises and others that I think will make it very, very interesting to to play through. So um, yeah, should be should be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it very it definitely. I like how they've been able to bring in the uh, the other franchises and other characters and stuff like that, even if they're not fighters, they've been able to bring in different elements from different games. And it really does seem like a, a gigantic uh, love letter to the video game industry, at least those that are connected to Nintendo, it seems like. So it, it could have a lot of potential there. Um, Barry, what do you think about the adventure mode so far? It was, it was the saving grace of the direct for me. It was, <laughs> it was, it was literally... Uh, the, the one thing that finally was like, okay, good. I can feel good about this direct in some regards, especially because it came right after that big slap in the face for Rex. <laughs> I was ready, ready to like get Sakurai in the face. Like really come on. So, so this was a saving grace for me. Um, I, uh, I love adventure mode. I loved uh, adventure mode in melee. And I was so excited when that was announced. And Subspace Emissary, I loved too. I know some people are like, oh, it's boring. I loved it. I love single-player content in fighting games. And I was really sad to see that not be there in Smash 4. Uh, so to see this come back, like this came out of nowhere. And the funny thing is, like, Brawl, like, the Subspace Emissary, like, leaked. And Sakurai was so pissed off about it. This, this didn't leak. No one knew about this. This came as a complete surprise to everybody. And I think that is the greatest testament to Sakurai. Like, he, he, when this was being developed, he had to have been like, if anyone breathes a word of this to anyone, I will kill you. And, and they somehow kept it quiet. And I love that because I think if that was spoiled, that would have ruined that impact. But instead, it was like the internet collectively gasped. Like... At one point, millions of people on the internet collectively gasped at that snap moment. Like, what is going on? Um, and I, I think it, the payoff worked. Uh, I love the interconnected worlds. I love, like, Pac-Man was included as well, so it's third parties. I love this, that city with, like, the different Nintendo consoles as buildings. Uh, and and I think that there's just some, so many hidden things there. I'm sure we're going we're gonna to see a ton of great stuff. I, I love it. I love event mode, uh, like Greg was talking about. So this storyline seems like event and adventure combined without the 2D platforming segments or, or killing redeads in a Zelda dungeon or fighting you know giant Yoshis for no reason or stuff like that. So I'm very excited about this. This is the big saving grace. What I'm not happy about, however, is all the cut single-player content from this game um, – and that is all the board, the platforms, break the targets, you know, race to the finish, home run derby, all the stadium games, uh, standard all-star mode is gone. Like, that's all good content. That that shouldn't be cut. That should be added in the ultimate version. And I don't see any reason why Smash Run and Smash Tour were cut. I think those should be pretty easy to just 
bring over, do some tweaks, and go, here's some new modes for you. So hopefully you'll be free DLC down the road. But until then, Adventure Mode will, will have to work. Nice. Yeah, I was actually, uh, I was getting a little nervous when I was watching it. I was like, wait, Spirits is all it's going to be? Like, so many people are going to be disappointed. And uh, it was it was definitely a, a saving grace sort of thing for it, like you said, uh, Barry. I, I think those other modes are still going to be there. I think they just haven't talked about it. But nope. I, don't, I don't know. Nope. When in the Japanese thing, they showed sure. the menus, and they showed stadium, and they they all they had there was the that uh, hundred man melee, uh, and then the all star melee, which isn't the same all star mode that we've had since well, melee, I think, and uh, they didn't have any of that. Like all those other staple things are gone, and that that's the disheartening thing. I didn't. I didn't even think to watch the Japanese thing, so maybe I I need to. Need to watch that for sure. Although they they ruined it all for everybody. So, uh, <laughs> Greg, what do you think about uh, the adventure mode, World of Light? Oh, it was definitely very exciting. I was like, "What the heck kind of mode is this? Is this like an extension of like, Spirit Mode, or what is this?" And that trailer just was very like intense. I was just like on my seat. And I was like, "Oh man, what's going to happen?" Like, "Oh, why did Kirby get away?" <laughs> like. I mean, obviously, it's because Sakurai had a big hand in creating his series and everything like that. So, understandable at this point. I'm pretty sure this is how we're going to be unlocking all the different characters, just kind of like we did in Subspace. So, I know it's going to be quick and easy and fun, just as he had preluded before. At least that's my theory. So, yeah, definitely very excited. I do like the single-player content on the Smash Brothers games. I've always enjoyed that a lot. And really helps me hone up my skills against the AI and just get owned by random strangers on the internet. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Greg, you mentioned that, that that trailer was, was pretty incredible. And I loved how like each of them had like a, a moment that made sense right before the, the whatever happened and passed through them and all the light or whatever and, and stole their, their spirits and everything. It was like, they either did their, their final smash or something that made sense for them to like, to do in their final moments. And yeah, like, Luke was like, here's my, here's my mirror shield. Like, boom, right through it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was perfect. Just like, you know, Palatina goes down. So then pit and dark pit start falling. Cause they can't fly anymore. Like all these little references that, and I was watching like reaction videos and like half the people didn't even pick up on, obviously we all know it was snake in the box, but half the people just completely ignored it. Whereas I was like, that's genius. Like, come on. Like there's so many little references that like, that's what I love about um, these, these video trailers. Yeah. I'm one thing, one thing I feel—I don't know if you feel the same—but I really feel that that video is only a portion of what's shown because they didn't show a lot of characters, and I think they cut that video to fit the announcement. And I think when we boot up that adventure mode, World of Light, we're going to get a longer version of that. Do you agree or disagree? I think it definitely could happen uh, for sure, but but I don't know because I also say you know he cut, said you know it's not going to be as involved in the cutscenes or anything too. So I, I I could go either way with that. Well, they did show in that Japanese thing there is a theater uh, option mm -hmm. to watch movies, and it says announcement trailers and movies from Adventure Mode. So that leads to think that maybe there's more than just one movie from Adventure Mode, which has me really excited. Why did the Japanese people get to see so much? I need to learn Japanese and watch these videos. <laughs> I just watched Game Explain had a little video yeah, basically summarizing it all. That's what oh, okay. I watched. Yeah. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Game Explain. <laughs> so. 
That's uh, interesting. I usually follow their channel. I didn't see that video, so I'll have to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Actually, probably I skipped over a lot of their stuff because they post the like the snippets of like the entire thing, and so sometimes I just <laughs> like ah, I skipped the whole thing. So um, I need to go back and check it out. So. So uh, let's uh, let's jump into a couple of quick things as we as we wrap up um, assist trophies. There's going to be 59 assist trophies in the game. Um, new stuff like uh, from Isaac from Golden Sun, the fly swatter from Mario Paint, uh, Springman we talked about earlier from Arms, um, and also the Me Fighters. And you can continue to uh, customize the the outfits and voice options and things like that. Um, so what do you guys think about the assist trophies and, and Me Fighters? Um, any any big thoughts or just kind of like, eh, that, that's cool. Let's move on. I'm so excited. Nintendo Labo is represented. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh, cool. I'm, I'm only like, I'm kind of like half joking there. Like, I mean, I'm not like super high, like, you know, it's, it's Labo, but at the same time, like the way they implemented it was actually really cool. And I kind of want to use that me costume. So it was pretty genius how they did that. It was also interesting to see that the me fighters have custom move sets unlike the other fighters. Um, unless we, the other fighters may still have the custom movesets and we just don't know. Um, I know like me fighters weren't allowed online in Smash 4. Do you think they'll be online now? They've already said they will be. Did they? Yeah. I, I, this was a while ago. I thought they had said they're trying to get them to be online, but they didn't like commit to it yet or something. Like, But this was like when the game, like early on, I think they were like, we would like to have the Mii Fighters be playable online this time or something. You know what's um, going to happen? They're going to get them online. One person's going to draw a penis for a face, and, and they're going to get online, and some three-year-old is going to see it, and the parents are going to complain, and Mii Fighters will be offline within 24 hours. No, the, I thought they were going to leave like the Mii Fighters, and you're just going to be picking the generic like Sword Fighter. It's not going to allow you to use like Reggie or whatever yeah I, th mm -hmm. I think that's the case too i think they're the generic me fighters um so you can't use your own created me oh okay well that, that would work at least they'd be there yeah yeah um yeah any other thoughts we'll keep moving on did you uh did you see the controversy that's going on now about uh game and watch that no. came of the wake did you guys you none of you saw this I, I, yeah i heard about it there's one of his moves one of his moves is from the game Fire Attack, where he becomes an Indian for a second to launch fire, which is the basis of the game. In the Game Boy Advance uh, re-release of that Game & Watch game, they changed it to Bandits, but Sakurai honored the original Fire Attack, so he's got the little feather, and now people are like, oh my god, that's racist. So thank you, SJWs. That might be changed now. Mm. Like It's like one frame of animation. Yeah. I now now that you mentioned it, I did, I do remember that. I forgot about it though. But yeah. I don't know. You can't please everybody, I guess. So I don't know. Uh we'll keep on moving though to online play. Uh wireless and online play. There's a lot uh with this. Um, but basically they've taken away the the for fun and for glory. Um modes that we had uh, in, in Wii U and 3DS. And uh, basically, they're going to do a bunch of different matchmaking based on preferred rules and um, global smash pra uh, global smash uh, power. Um, online leaderboards are going to pit um, different uh, characters uh, with other characters or other players that make 
um, a lot of sense with your similar score and proximity and all that sort of thing. So um, it's not going to be based on that. Um, you're going to have two two player co-op, so you can uh, kind of join in from the same uh, switch system and uh, and play against others, uh, kind of a two two v two matches and stuff like that. Um, you're also going to have the beloved smartphone app that's going to be playing in uh, to this one. So um, yeah. You can do voice chat uh, with others in a, a battle arenas. So it doesn't seem like, um, I don't think it's going to be in just in general, but when you're in a battle arena, you're going to be able to to chat. And um, they're going to have a another mobile uh, service. I don't know if this is going to be within the Nintendo Switch app or it's going to be a separate app altogether or if it's just a, a website, a dedicated like mobile website, but it's called Smash World that you're going to be able to post. Uh, you're going to have your stats, but also post videos and, and other you know gameplay pictures and stuff like that and uh if you do get high enough in your global smash power you can qualify for elite smash mode um so you have elite battles with like vip matches uh against some of the best players of the world and um there's also going to be uh, a smash tag mode everybody competes online will create a unique smash tag so um not a mode but uh if you create your smash tag if you beat other pe people um you collect their smash tag and kind of see who you beaten online um you'll be able to have little short messages like uh quick texts um that you can uh you can use to send you know quick messages to each other spectator mode is back as well um so you can watch other people playing uh there's also going to be background matchmaking so which is kind of cool so you can kind of set it to, to you know go out there and find who you're going to fight against and uh while you're waiting for it to to give you a game um you can compete in um a few of the modes uh in the game as a, as it continues to matchmake for you and um you're also going to be able to do uh, battle arenas and um, create custom custom arenas when playing online. As we talked earlier, that's uh, where the the voice chat comes in and um, kind of create this this arena. So I'm sure we're going to have a Nintendo Fuse battle arena and be able to to play against uh, each other. But also you guys uh, are. are readers and listeners and, and, and viewers and stuff too. So a lot of different uh, modes there on online. Um, what do you guys think about the the online features? Is it what you would hope uh, have hoped for? Or is there anything missing that you were really hoping for? Uh, Barry, let's go to you first. I mean, that's at least there. Um, as for voice chat, it would be nice to have in-app voice instead of uh, Discord Nintendo flavored um, that we're going to be stuck using. Uh, there, the Smash World app just kind of sounds like they're bringing back Miiverse just for Smash Brothers. Uh, you know, kind of like Splatoon, I think, did that as well. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's all good stuff. It's not like, oh, my God, super hype, yay. It's, it's almost to be expected. It's kind of like when he went into the options. It's like, you can customize controls. You can change the language. Like, these are all things that, that should be there. That would be like, hey, you're gonna introduce me to your to your your friend. Maybe we're gonna go on a date. Can you tell them about you know? L let me know about them. Okay. Well, they've got two eyes and they breathe air and they like to eat food and like yeah, okay, like we know that stuff. Like get to the details about it. Um, so I I didn't think it was really necessary. It was interesting the change to for glory and for fun being removed. Um, 
but overall, it's it's standard practice stuff. It's like Nintendo has finally reached 2007 when it comes to internet games and stuff. They're they're catching up slowly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Greg, what do you think? Yeah, definitely the um, not having voice chat like within the Switch itself is kind of a letdown, and you have to use this um, awesome method using your cell phone now. So even though Fortnite allows you to do that kind of thing without the application, that's kind of interesting. So yeah, Smash Tag, sure, that's always nice to see who you've beaten and all that stuff in exchange for additional money. Um, I've always been one not to like their short messages that they allow. I feel like there's like only like one or two that you really want to use and the rest like don't even make sense to me. Especially with, with the Mario Kart messages that they've used in the past games. That's a good point. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. you can abuse that tag system. Like, hey, I need money to buy stuff from the shop. Come battle with me and keep losing over and over and over. Let me keep getting your tag over and over and over. Now I'll do the same for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did enjoy like spectator mode and stuff, so like using that a little bit on Wii U. So I thought that was kind of fun to watch some other people play that are much better than me. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting how they're going to be arranging everybody by the types of rules and stuff that they've had. Like, I don't know how useful that's going to be, or if you're actually going to be playing by the rules that you want, or if it's just going to be like someone's random rules and. You're gonna have to play with items if you didn't want to, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, the rest of it is just basically the stuff that's always been in the game. Like, there's always been like help and the replay and tips and that kind of stuff has always been a staple item in all the games. So, mm -hmm. no big surprise, like Barry said, it's like, oh, does it breathe? Like, <laughs> does your date breathe? Does it have eyes? Does it have hair? Very basic stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hustin, what do you think about the online? Um, you know, kind of what what everybody has has already said. It's pretty standard stuff. Uh, the smash tag thing is kind of weird for me because it's like you're collecting these tags. It's almost like these. This is like your record, like your wins. But then you like sell them off. So like, what you just don't want to keep track of your wins, or like, wouldn't you just sell all of them off? Why do you even want to save them? I'd, it seemed kind of weird. Like I just, I don't know. It was, it was kind of like, why don't you just yeah. win and get coins? Why do you need the tags in between? To, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it's a little, little too involved, too, too, too complex. I think. But, um, but yeah, I mean, everything else is pretty standard. I, the big thing for me is like, I just want to be able to get in the game, play online, no issues, no lag, you know, that kind of thing. If, if the game can do that, then whatever fancy modes and stuff, that's fine. I just. I just want to be able to play it well. And I know that he specifically had a call out. You should have a wired connection and show the LAN adapter and all that. Um, I uh, My Switch is not anywhere near where I can have a wired connection. Now, I do have gigabit internet, but it's on Wi-Fi. So is that going to help or not? I, You know, like if the game's still lagging and stuff, I mean, there's nothing I can I can do. So I, I hope that that's not going to cause issues or anything, you know, and now that we're paying for online, like it, it really should work. So I don't know that that's specifically a smash thing, but more a Nintendo thing and just making sure their online service works. Cause I think smash bros is, is going to test it. So, and, and this is all eyes will be on Nintendo for it. Cause it's going to be one of the big games now, now that we're paying, they're going to want to do this right. Yeah. I mean, 
other other things I've seen is like there's not really dedicated servers I think yet for the Nintendo games. You're connecting to someone else's internet, and that's con- uh, well, that's all fighting games really like that though. Yeah, well, I don't know about all fighting games. I yeah. think like no Halo fighting game has like dedicated a dedicated server. server where like if you play Mario Kart, you're connecting to my internet, and everybody else is joining on mine. Is I'm like a host, and then the race is done off of my internet. So if my internet starts lagging or has bad connection, then everybody else is going to be in the game will be facing that. So that's usually how the Nintendo Online works. People have been asking Nintendo for a dedicated server, so we don't see those kinds of issues. So it's really going to be up in the air about who's playing and stuff. So it doesn't matter if they paid they paid the yearly fee or not. It's just going to be if they they have crappy internet, you're going to have a crappy time playing with them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And uh, this is the first, you know, Smash Brothers game we've had with paid internet um, service. So, yeah, this like like you guys have said, this is going to be a, a, possibly a make it or break it sort of deal for for Nintendo because like this has got to be good. Is if not, like they're going to possibly lose a lot of subscribers and a lot of faith in their fans. Um, they've got to make this good. Um, we all paid for like a year already. <laughs> that is true. And it's and it's relatively cheap, but but still, like they 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 need to make this good for sure. Um, some people in in the chat were talking about um, online tournaments. Um, I think that'd be cool too. I, I was surprised to not see it. I, I wonder if they're going to be playing into the battle arenas. If there's going to be some sort of tournament like mode within the battle arena, I don't know. Um, or maybe it's going to be kind of a mode that they they release. You know, they have tournaments on a seasonal sort of thing or ever kind of a special thing that you sign up for. It's just online, um, but they haven't maybe they haven't ironed all those details out yet. So that's why they didn't announce it yet. Um, I also thought, uh, I think it was Game Explain that actually mentioned it's um, kind of an ARMS style online. I thought it would be kind of cool. That was a cool idea that they, they'd mentioned, um, but uh, did, we didn't, obviously didn't see it, but I thought that would be kind of cool, um, you know, a, additional mode um, for online um, play. But, you know, I'm okay with it not being there, but I, I thought it would have been a pretty cool idea how they uh, do the matchmaking and everything on within arms. You can bounce around to different uh, games and play to each, with each other and stuff. So, um, the final thing on the on the press release is really kind of just the other features. Um, run through it quickly. There's like help and there's mob smash, which allows you to uh, play an army of fighters. Um, we talked about that already. Replay options, tips, challenges, battle record, shop, um, language support, custom balance, and um, and. They, they're going to have some early hands-on events, um, and you can check out our website uh, that has uh, our blog that has all those uh, those listed there, and you can click on the link and go to all those. Um, final thoughts about Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, before we move on to the last couple uh, news items and and wrap up tonight. Any any thoughts from you guys? It's going to be awesome. But, I mean, either way you look at it, you know, even if you're disappointed, it's still going to be an awesome game. Like that's what it boils down to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very excited. Can't wait for it. <laughs> cool. And and Essence clearly already already playing with the Smash uh, <laughs> Switch, so already yeah, for it. I'm ready to go. I mean, Mario Kart, Smash, Animal Crossing are my top three favorite series. I've been loving Mario Kart, and I got Smash and Animal Crossing next year. Like, what more can I ask for? Just nice. 
three great years in a row. So, I, I, quick question before um, before we do move on. Do you guys have you guys had any of you had a chance to to play in the demos at all, like Best Buy or any of the other events or anything? Okay. So, Greg, did you get a chance at all? No, there wasn't one that was a very convenient location okay. for me. The closest um, one was like at least forty-five minutes out. <laughs> okay, so I had a chance to to play it, and I played with the the pro controller, and I was actually surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Um, what do you guys think your your preferred controller is going to be? Is it still going to be GameCube controller, or are you gonna are gonna try the pro controller, try the Joy Cons? Uh, where are you guys gonna go, Hassan? What do you think? Pro controller, uh, the Smash Brothers pro controller, I should add as well. Um, yeah, I mean the GameCube controllers. I did buy the 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 new Smash GameCube controller they just released um, as well, and I have some from before. But I, you know, it'll it might be nice when I um, have some people over. Uh, in fact, I will actually I, I'll be having something at my house about a week after the game comes out, so I'm excited about that because I can really test out a lot of the multiplayer stuff. Um, but the Pro Controller is just too comfortable. Like it's just it's I, I have no issues with it. It's great controller. Cool. What do you think, Greg? Seeing as I'll probably be playing the bulk of my time in handheld mode, I'll probably be locked in on the Joy-Cons this time around. I've been following that kind of trend with the previous games, just like it was the Wii U gamepad, and so I've been just kind of following along with the controllers as they advance. All right. Barry? Well, I will be getting the uh, Smash Pro Controller uh, with the bundle, and I do absolutely love the Pro Controller. I also have the GameCube adapter and the Smash GameCube controllers that just came out, and I will be sticking to my Melee roots uh, from back then. I love the GameCube controller. It's still my favorite of all time, and I will be playing with the GameCube controller. I tried the Wii U Pro controller on Wii U, which is very similar to the Switch Pro controller, and I could not do it. Like I sucked so badly. I'm like, nope, need to use GameCube. So I will continue that, that trend with GameCube. Nice. I will say that the Switch Pro Controller feels better in Smash than the Wii U Pro Controller felt That's in good. Smash. Um, but I I will be trying both. I am definitely a huge GameCube controller fan, but after trying it for the Best Buy demo, I was I was pleasantly surprised. And so I, I may bounce back and forth and uh, and kind of play it by ear a little bit and see see which one I land on um, for the for the long term. So all right, uh, a couple quick news items before we wrap up tonight. Um, first, a rumor. Uh, apparently, uh, there may be a YouTube app coming on for the Nintendo Switch on November 8th. Uh, so just, uh, what, three days away, um, almost two days uh, by the time we're done with this podcast. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, November 8th, so we'll see. There's been kind of popping up on different surveys and, and different things like that. So uh, it can seem like like the YouTube app is going to finally come to Switch on November 8th. Um, any of you guys just kind of general thoughts about this? You get looking forward to it or kind of let's just move on to the next uh, news item? <laughs> it's about time. That's all I'll yeah. say. That was my reaction to it. It's like it's about time. I mean, I'll get it, but I'll probably just use it to watch like next year's E3 event or something. <laughs> yeah, it's odd that some of the stuff still isn't there, like Netflix and everything. Um, I wouldn't use it because... I have other devices that I would use, but um, but it, it should be there. And so I'm glad that it's finally coming. Yeah, yeah. 
Same. Um, also, uh, this this could be interesting. I don't know how big of uh, Civilization fans you guys are, but uh, apparently, you know, we were all excited. Civilization Six is coming to Nintendo Switch. However, uh, we some people have been looking around and found out that uh, online multiplayer seems to be missing from Civ Six on Switch. Um, does this is this disappoint any any of you guys in particular, or you're like uh, I don't really care about Civ Six. And- and don't really care about multiplayer. Anybody? I think it's disappointing <laughs> in the sense that I hate when a Switch version of any game has less content or less features. Um, that's that's been a Nintendo trend for a while now with third parties, uh, and I hate it every time. Every time it happens. Uh, that being said, I haven't played the Civ series. I know it's very very uh, well beloved. My wife loves Civ. Uh, she'll be playing Civ Six, but she's fine with single player and and you know against the computer. So I don't think it's going to bother her that much. Um, I'll still be getting it. Yeah. Are you guys uh, big fans of Civilization? No. <laughs> no. All right. No. Yeah, it says it really stinks when features are taken out, and that's kind of what makes them not sell very well. And then the publisher gets upset with Nintendo fans when they sell a. a game missing features so yeah yeah and, and as well i mean it, it makes people like have this this lesser than view of the system as well or like oh well yeah this the switch versions of games aren't aren't like the full games and you try to have this argument as a switch fan and like oh no they are but then you see things like this and you go well no now you are right um because sometimes they do cut out you know, important features like that, and and Civ is such is such a, a game that does you know involve multiplayer. It's weird that it's only local. So, um, and uh, our final news piece before we wrap up tonight is that Nintendo seems to be uh, doing what we were thinking they were going to do with uh, with Labo, and they're taking it into the public school system. Um, into elementary schools across the United States. And uh, they have partnered with Institute of Play, and uh, they're bringing uh, Nintendo Labo kits into uh, classrooms um, to connect with uh, what's called STEAM. It used to be STEM, but now they've uh, added art in there, and so it's now STEAM. Um, So if if schools are uh, STEAM schools, um, they get a chance to to have Nintendo Labo uh, variety kits uh, brought into the classrooms and their their program is uh, aiming to reach approximately uh, 2,000 students ages age uh, ages 8 through 11 uh, during the 2018-2019 school year. Um, what do you guys think about this uh, this move by Nintendo? Very smart to get that into some schools and be used as some quality of learning and stuff like that. I mean, my wife works at the library, and she they have like switches there that they have for special events and stuff. So anything that's getting into the schools is just better off for get the kids introduced to some really cool apps and stuff. So cool. Yeah, and I think that's where Labo really shines too is the, all the custom stuff that you can make with it. Um, like I have all three kits. I've done the the variety kit. I haven't done the others yet, but I have not really even touch the customization aspects because there's just so much that you can do with it. So just to expose kids to that and get their, you know, like brains going and just trying to, you know, teach them to, to try new things with that, I think is, is cool. It's always nice to, um, to bring in video games and kind of help in, in education in some way. 
Yeah. yeah, it's something we said when Labo was first introduced. I mean, getting this into schools is brilliant. It's not only brilliant for educating young kids and getting them interested in, you know, now STEM or STEAM, STEAM uh, projects, but it's great for Nintendo too. You know, it gets their name out there. It's good business. It's, you know, I'm sure shareholders will love it. Um, it's what really needs to happen because... While it has sold, it hasn't sold well, and it's not as popular with the general consumer, but getting into school systems is, is definitely the right way to go. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much there, and uh, it could be a cool cool opportunity for, for you know, this this next generation of, of developers and everything. This Who knows? We might have the, the next um, Sakurai on our hands, and he, he starts out by uh, creating, you know, little games and Nintendo Labo. Who knows? So... So that's pretty cool. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and and Jared actually. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just read the chat, but um, yeah, Jared uh, in the chat was talking about he, how he used it in his school, and it was a nice lesson in programming and interactive media. So that's cool. We already have uh, some seeing some experience. Um, he teaches fourteen through eighteen year olds, so even you know a bunch of teenagers really got to learn about this. And so using this with with younger children um, could be a really really cool experience for sure. Um, Hassan, you breaking news? Have we have we done it yet again? Is that right? Is there's another uh, or was it from Greg? I can't remember who who said the who said this, but uh, is there another Nintendo Direct coming? There's a rumor. Yeah, I, well, I did say, but I was also under that. Uh, teasing quotation marks type because okay. it's your all-time favorite topic of discussion. Oh. Um, channel update is coming. All right. Well, let's keep on now moving on. Oh, man. If that's the Nintendo Direct that there has been rumored, um, I'll be upset. Um, I'm upset even anytime one of those things come on. <laughs> hey, if they start doing Dragalia Lost ones, I'll be up for it. <laughs> As long as they get a better voice, I'll be fine. Because um, I really, I don't care about the the the, the content is is fine, especially if you're a fan of the game. I just don't like the voice. So uh, I think it's hilarious because she's like, ah. and you yeah. can use the stone to summon new. All right, game. like I said, we can move on. Uh, so. <laughs> That's it, Greg. From now on, every every podcast you need to use that voice at least yeah. once. There you go. It's really the cat talking behind you right now. So. Um, all right. So uh, again, uh, tonight's been podcast has been way too long already. So we won't go into listener questions, but to just remind you again that we do interact with uh, with our listeners. And so if you want to have a, a question for a future podcast, send it into podcast at NintendoFuse.com. You can also connect with us on uh, fit, Facebook and Twitter, not Facebook. Fitter and twice book, um, which is about what I said. Um, so uh, before we wrap up, uh, let's go ahead and and talk about what what games are you guys excited about over the next couple weeks that uh, that you hope to be uh, playing. Um, Greg, let's go to you first. Well, I did get a code for Moonlighter, and that actually I think it releases this week. I think maybe even Thursday. I'm definitely excited to give that a shot. I'm really hoping to boot that up tomorrow. Um, I still need to boot up Mega Man 11 that came out a little bit uh, a little while ago too. So yeah, I definitely got my backlog in place to try to clean up before Smash Brothers. So cool, cool. Uh, Barry, how about you? Uh, I have a few games uh, 
that I got sent to review, I might give one or two a shot. Uh, the big game is Diablo 3 for sure. Uh, I know Mike is trying to get us codes, uh, so I'm waiting to see. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to crack open my, my copy. Uh, I played Diablo 3 when it came out, and then I played it again when it came out on PS4. I bought it on launch on PS3 to do it, but I didn't have the time. I'm One of these days, I'm going to finish it. So I might as well be the Switch version. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely looking like that's the game that's going to take me or, or expected to take me till Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go comes out before our next podcast. So that will absorb my life afterwards because that's something uh, that's getting my wife to buy a Switch. And she's super excited about it. So anytime my wife gets excited about a game and I can play the game with her, um, I'm more excited about it because I just love being able to, to share my hobby with her. Uh, so that that's my game plan, at least. Cool. Cool. Hassan, how about you? Um, kind of echoing the Pokemon thing. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm getting the Eevee version. My wife's getting the Pikachu version. So um, definitely looking forward to, We're the to, opposite. to playing some of that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and so I've been kind of trying to do a bit more of uh, Pokemon Go in the meantime uh, as well, leading up to it. But before that comes out... Um, I am going to be playing more of Super Mario Party. Uh, my sister's actually coming over tomorrow, so we should be able to. I've only been able to play with my wife, but between both my sisters now as well and me and my wife, I think we should hopefully have four-player uh, gameplay if I can convince them to, to play. They've been burned by the last few Mario Parties, so I've been telling them, like, this is back to how it used to be. Try it out. So let's see how let's see if I can convince them to play and let's see how it goes. But um, looking forward to that. Uh, my wife just bought Just Dance 2019 yesterday for Switch, so uh, probably be playing more of that. And this is also this is more uh, cross-platform, but Fortnite. Um, been playing a decent amount and want to play more of because that game really like it makes you want to keep playing because they always have new stuff happening in the game. Um, and it is a really cool thing this past weekend where it was like an in-game event where everybody playing at 1 p.m. on Sunday, like this crazy thing happened. Um, and like, it's so fun, all these types of events they do. And then the map changes slightly. And so there's a little challenge to unlock something that I only have this week to complete. So like it gets me playing and, I, and the Switch version, uh, I had been playing a lot on my Xbox, but I've, lately I've been kind of picking up the Switch version a little bit more just because it's easier to just play you know, here and there, just kind of grab and play um, a game or two here and there if my wife is watching TV or something. So um, I definitely like uh, that part about it. That's cool. I love how the how how Fortnite has done how they've done it with uh, sharing the account between whatever yeah. you play on. Um, I wish that that um, they did that with Rocket League because I have like three or four different versions of it going and I'm the farthest, furthest ahead on my, my Switch version, but I, it'd be great if I could pick it up on my Xbox and then um, play it on PlayStation 4 and I booted that up in a long time, but but um, and be able to continue on. But uh, that is pretty cool about Fortnite. And I love that, that there's the community and the events are, are really fun. And actually this last um, stuff like around the, uh, I forget what it's called, the Halloween themed um, yeah. stuff was all like, it got me back into the game and try it out. Cause it's, it keeps being new and fresh and, uh, and stuff like that is really cool. Um, uh, Jakester in the, the chat says he's excited about getting Diablo three. He's gonna be uh, 
getting uh, or or Starling for Christmas. And then uh, Jared uh, said he's going to be finishing up uh, Luigi's Mansion and Soul Calibur before Spyro and Pokemon uh, Let's Go come out. Um, as far as I. I like looked over the list and everything. There's actually uh, not a whole lot that I'm excited about coming out over the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm, I've said before I'm in, I'm going to hold off on Let's Go for for now and kind of see what other people think about it first. Um, so for the, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be trying to to chip away at my backlog. Um, I've got a a trip coming up uh, pretty soon, so um, I'll be flying. So um, be maybe uh, trying to pick a, a, a long a game that can last me for the, my flight or something like that too. You so gotta finish Starlink too. I gotta finish Starlink. I gotta finish Torna. Um, there's there's a lot of games in my backlog yes. and some other uh, independent games that I have for review and everything too. So um, that's no. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's what I'm be playing through. Um, so nothing nothing brand new. Um, but I'm gonna be chipping away on that backlog and, and continuing to uh, to play through some of those games that I still have to finish. So, all right. Well, that was that was a long podcast, guys. So a lot to talk about uh, for Smash for sure. Um, but crazy enough, in just a few weeks. We're going to be meeting together and talking about our experience uh, with with Smash Ultimate. Um, so, and actually having some hands-on and and being able to uh, connect our speculation versus actual hands-on and, and see if we uh, we thought this was definitely a Game of the Year contender or not. We'll, we'll um, be doing that on our Game of the Year episode too, which is pretty <laughs> funny. That is true. It's coming up. Uh, we did set the date. Oh, is that, we say set December seventeenth. Is that right? Thirteenth, I believe. Thirteenth. Uh, I think, I think it's seventeenth. Yeah, December seventeenth. Right, so game of the year coming up on December seventeenth. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But we still got a couple more podcasts before that too. So um, coming at you every other week. Um, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do that. Hit that bell so you can be alerted about our podcast, about our live streams, about other videos we post, like game chats and industry talks, and. And uh, gameplay footage and, and unboxings. We've had a lot of unboxings recently. We got uh, Barry's Star, uh, Star Tale um, unboxing coming up really soon as well. So lots of stuff on our, our uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you do subscribe and share it with other uh, Nintendo fans out there as well. Guys, it's been great to talk Smash and, uh, and Nintendo with you guys tonight um, once again. And uh, we'll see you back. Next podcast is November 19th. We'll be right here. Same time. Uh, until then, happy gaming, and we'll see you later. See you guys. Bye. Take care.